When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. another episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. A little bit too quick of that go live button there. It's Gerald Blaster coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review coming in at you at 5D. How about 5D there? It's good. What's the fifth? Wait, what's the fifth dimension? I'm trying to get it at you right now, going through the screen here. <laughs> but if you can like, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, Lakerholics.com, and of course, our good friends at the Hoopheads Podcast Network. It is sincerely appreciated. Well, nothing seems to come easy lately for the Lakers, and even a day where Charlotte has played back-to-back, and the Lakers should be motivated after a terrible, terrible game in Portland. And for a time, it did look like it was going to be just that in the fourth quarter. After falling down in the third quarter by as many as, I think, 10 points at one time, the Lakers did storm back behind the great shooting of Carmelo Anthony and had a excellent 25-9 to way a five-minute run in the latter part of the third quarter to close out the quarter strong and give the Lakers a seven-point lead going into the fourth quarter, including a miraculous half-court three-point shot by Malik Monk, which was truly sensational. Yeah. And the way Carmelo Anthony fed him the ball absolutely was a great play indeed. And then the Lakers extended that to a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter, but lo and behold, the composure of this supposedly experienced team yeah. was just incredible as the Lakers did everything they could to try and get Charlotte back in the game with an ejection and a flagrant foul by Rajon Rondo. And later on, a delay of game technical plus two technicals back-to-back by Carmelo Anthony and Russell Westbrook, culminating in five straight free throws from LaMelo Ball, brought the team back into the game with the Lakers, and it was really a close-knit battle after that. And then some poor decision-making as far as who would get the ball in the last two minutes. Not the guy who's been hitting from three, not your superstar Anthony Davis, but everybody else seemed to be taking a shot. The ball was not moving, and when it was, it was going to the wrong individual. And it looked like for all the wrong reasons that the Lakers were once again with snatch – defeat out of the jaws of victory 
But lo and behold, they managed to go ahead and take it to overtime. And in overtime, they did come out ahead and they played some good heady ball then. So mm-hmm. almost so better late than never, as the Lakers win out in overtime, squeak it out 126 to 123, and a game that they should have much easier time of it against Charlotte. But here today to talk about the game, it's not Laker Tom, but another member of the Lakerholics.com organization. You got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today with his five things articles at Lakerholics.com. It is Admiral Akbar himself, Mr. Jamie Sweet. And Jamie, again, you have quite frankly four of the top 75 players of all time still on that team outside LeBron James. If you want to argue Dwight Howard, yes or no, whatever. I want to ask you this. I mean, the way that this team still finds ways to keep other teams in the game is truly baffling. You know, it, it is, but there's so much. There's not, I mean, without LeBron, there's, that's going to happen first off. But, uh, you know, when you pointed out the, uh, I mean, it's a veteran team. Like, this team seems to to lose its composure the, <laughs> fairly regularly. Well, there's so and, much and, great to talk about. I mean, right. Carmelo just did an outstanding job, seven from 10 for three, 29 points. Anthony Davis had 32 points, 12 rebounds, five block shots. Like in a power game. Yes, Russell Westbrook, despite the fact he had seven turnovers, which was once again a pain. But 14 assists. But 14 assists. Yeah, still had a triple-double, 17, 14, and 12. I mean, I know that at times Austin Reeves played very heady defense. Yeah, he's good. He's—I don't know. It just—he's a, he's a rookie. He's going to take some rookie lumps, even if yeah. like just move on from those. And you'll but be in the past, human. in the final couple of minutes, he took more shots than Carmelo, which was truly very hard to take. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure that was probably him listening to the coaches yell at him over and over in practice, like, and when you have an open shot, take it. But at some point, you know. The ball just wasn't getting. You know, yeah, you keep keep it, it moving, or or drive it into the paint. Don't shoot. But just, it wasn't getting to AD no. or or Carmelo. Carmelo, who was on fire. Well, I'm pretty sure you know Charlotte did as much as they could to. Well, they, to they played make a funky zone shot, so. at right, the very yeah. end of the game, and that really exactly. befuddled the Lakers. Yeah, so I you know I think that one of the things that's interesting about this win is we had a two to one assist ratio in our offense. So I do feel like you know for as much as the ball isn't zipping around. And the fact that Russ had seven turnovers, uh, that meant that pretty much the rest of the team basically took care of the ball. Dwight was responsible for three of the other turnovers, um, and that's AD just, had four. And AD had four, and those are probably you know those. Those you can live with. With those, those you can live with. Those that's yeah. those are paint defenders. They're going to pick up fouls. Like that's fine. You know, as long as it's not five and five, or you know, Dwight fouls out, or you know, gets thrown out because Rondo's good for one throw out a game. I almost just you know. I had a I had a teacher uh, in my uh, theater class who inevitably during a production, you know, people would show up and not really be motivated and just kind of be going through the motions. And that would be when he would throw a chair. And so I feel like when Rondo gets kicked out, sometimes it's to throw a chair. I'm not saying that this is, that's what happened this time, but that, I don't know. It's this, the, it is a mystifying way for what is supposedly a veteran team to behave this early in the season, just, constantly allowing the refs to throw them off their game it would seem and to, to to their own detriment you know 
maybe some of those calls should go the other way. You know, it'll even out by the end of the season. You know, just you gotta you gotta play, try to play through it. And I feel like this team has not done a very good job of playing through it yet. But part of that is certainly due to their struggles, and some and that's due to the fact that this team has barely played together. And that's just a hard thing for anything to any team to overcome, especially in the West. Yeah, it's it's really a tough watch right now, though. I mean, their transition defense, especially in the first <laughs> half, was absolutely horrid. It's non-existent. Uh, no, but Charlotte is a like the Lakers, a team that's very dependent Focused. on transition. Yes. yes, focused on getting out on the break. But and Felix is here in the chat, and he says, if we can't play defense, then just outscore the other team. I mean, that's what we <laughs> had to do ultimately. But in right. the fourth quarter, losing their composure cost them at least seven, eight points. And is the Laker formula for victory really well, Carmelo? You better go off, like because yeah, you better the, shoot seventy percent. You better shoot right. You better shoot right. You have you better you better be hot, Carmelo, because otherwise, who else is scoring consistently? It's I, I think mean, he was AD, mad that but, he was under fifty percent from three and decided he needed to get himself back <laughs> over the fifty percent. Yes. I shall finish this. Season. He was at 49.2 just <laughs> yeah, to let you know no, coming into the game. And of course, the 70% uh, kind of kicked him over back over. That's going to be like 50.3 or something like yeah, that. Right? He shoots yeah. very well at the Staples, oh. which is actually good news. To His jump shot is awesome to watch. I love watching Carmelo Anthony play. It's a lot of fun to watch him shoot the ball. The defensive side has its pros and cons, but that's that's this team. This team is... You know, we were talking about it in preseason, talking about it during camp. Now we're talking about it during the regular season. This team is not built to defend well. I don't even think when healthy, to be honest. I know that, like, I know when healthy, it still has lots of issues defensively. Just in terms of, like, it's a young man's sport. Like, you can't have all aged defenders. Like, it's not like a Kurosawa movie. You know, the, the, the five aged samurais may not hold the fort. Like, we got to have some guys with the, and that's why I'm hopeful when none comes back, maybe THT, one of those guys can maybe, uh, you know, along with Avery Bradley and a lot less Rondo, give us some options, odd looking options. Maybe, maybe we go a little smaller than we normally tend to do and play all three guards. What Russ Brook, none and Bradley in order to like have some, you know, speed and skill on the perimeter in terms of defense. But, I don't know. There's just so much imbalance on this team. And there's so many guys who I feel like you can only play on one end of the court reliably. <laughs> and that's just an impossible situation to coach through. Uh, you don't have enough timeouts. It's not like hockey. You can't just rotate the line, you know, when you, <laughs> when you want to, when you're running back and forth. So it's going to be interesting. You know, when you said they're, uh, before we started, that there's been no definitive victories for this team. I would completely agree with that. And I would even say that there have been a few defining losses uh, in terms of the tendency to give up big leads to inexperienced and younger teams. Uh, it's certainly a pattern that has defined the season so far. People are going to look at the Houston game and be like, oh, well, you know, look how great we defended against Houston in that one game. But then they turned right around and ran the score up on us and almost beat us in that game. So, you know, this team has to figure out a way to you. If it's, if it's going to rely on experience, the experience has to figure out a way to stop the ball in transition to slow the game down when it needs to be slowed down. And, you know, 
get the ball out of the guy who's hitting shots as hands. And, and the number one thing, to be honest, is to defend without fouling. This team has given up an ungodly amount of free throws early in the season. You know, tonight was a, as an outlier for us, we got to the line fairly frequently uh, as a team tonight. Um, Miraculously, we outshot them. The <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Even with the gift free throws that they got from several technicals and flagrants, we outshot right. it, them at the free throw line. It, it just brought it up to almost even for for yeah. once. Like it's like I think the second or maybe third time it's happened this season. It's not happened a lot. We normally shoot under twenty free throws per game, and it's astounding to me. Considered considering that we're such a drive the ball into the paint team. It seems incredible that, that that's the way it is, but so far. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. My last movie that I saw in the theaters was The Last Skywalker. I know, condolences to me. Wow, man. Right. I I just had talked about that, and I completely forgot that I saw that movie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't speak great things about it, I suppose. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. But I'll ask you this, my friend. Again, it comes to me about a lack of composure. And these things where the Lakers, even when they have prosperity, going up 14, things are looking really good. Carmelo's hitting from the outside. They get away from that late in the game. Even AD, who's got 30 points for you, and you just – two minutes left. I see Avery Bradley doing a drive. I see Austin Reeves taking, I think, two shots. Russell Westbrook taking making you know a mistake after mistake. It's just, it's something where I think the decision making needs to go ahead and say, hey, you've got AD out on the floor, he's your best player. You've got Carmelo out on the floor, he's your best shooter. You got to get the ball and live and die with them. One way or the other. Yeah, I mean, I have never been a big fan of the Frank Vogel offense, uh, whatever you want to call it. It seems to be let the players. Well, I don't just don't think it's the, just the Frank Vogel offense. I think it's the decision making by who has the ball, and unfortunately, right now it's Russell Westbrook. It's a, well, it's Russ, but it's also Avery and, and and Austin taking those shots and not moving the ball or driving the ball into the you know being a little bit smarter with the ball, even when they you know you don't have to shoot it. You know you can you can make a different kind of a basketball play. You can collapse the defense. You know take 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 the ball back to the basket even with your dribble going. You know there's a lot you can try to do. So. You know, I don't know, man. Like it's, I hear you on the lack of uh, polish on our late game offense, and I think that that will probably be a an issue until LeBron comes back because LeBron has a way of making different types of plays that Russ makes. Um, they both kind of turn the ball over the same amount. Uh, LeBron, I think, is a better scorer uh, overall, and Russ maybe, you know, I think in theory has better vision, but that LeBron, because of his size and height and equal passing skill, is able to complete more passes that than that Russ is maybe just frankly just a little too small to make. Like, you know the pass just doesn't just no it has no hope. Um so <laughs> those are the passes I wish he would cut down on. But I you know, the guy plays the game at fist speed and that's 
it's going to be on the late. This is the problem. Is it like you've got a guy who plays at fifth speed surrounded by veteran minimum guys over 33, most of whom only do one thing or the other, you know, well. And you hope that Carmel Anthony goes off. <laughs> that's yeah, that's, and that seems that's the that's right that is the Laker offense right now. Is like you hope that the other guys do enough, and that Carmel Anthony goes off. That's Laker basketball right now, and that's concerning. That so much as pressure is put on Carmelo Anthony because and for eighty bench, eighty to score between twenty five and thirty points efficiently. Yeah. That those if those two things don't happen, this team is not winning. So I mean, you got it tonight from Anthony Davis. You know, really solid game: thirty-two and twelve, five and block shots, thirteen yeah. to twenty-five from the field goal line. He he's not shooting threes at all. I mean, no. he's, you know, he's been terrible this year at threes. But outside of that, and last. You know, yeah, and last, and it's just really something since the bubble. He's not been strong at all no. shooting threes. But again, you can't argue with thirteen out of twenty-five. Carmelo Anthony, 9 of 13, 7 of 10 from 3. I mean, these are the type of performances that should be rewarded with a victory. It's just that, like you said, it's everybody else that's not giving you any type of consistency. And that's no. something to be of concern of. But again, there, there are brief flashes that we need to talk about. Because, you know, Laker Tom, if you were here, would probably say, Gerald, you guys are half glass empty there. So let's go ahead and talk a little bit about what's positive. Before it's chock Chock full of reality. It's exactly. Before always we head on out. Yes. Before we head on out and talk about what you're working on at five things. And that is some of the positive things going on. Malik Monk giving you 10 yep. points in 17 minutes. Wayne Ellington, two for three, two for three from three point lane. Uh, that's, yep. that's his area. That's his area of expertise. Defensively, he's still a liability, but if you can keep him out of the floor, have him hit a couple threes like that. that there you go. Austin Reeves, you know, you're hoping he can find the stroke at some point in time, but his defense, you know, even though it's not great, it's still better than probably anyone out there on the perimeter at this time. So, you know what, right now he's going to be, because you see him matched up against all the big name players. So it yep. seems like he's their go-to guy right now on the defensive end, but yep. you're finding some, some type of, of positivity right now because DeAndre Jordan he only can give you so much 10 points, eight rebounds, but all of it was in the first quarter, basically right, playing well, 11 minutes only. Right. But Kent Bazemore has given you nothing as of late. In fact, he no. gave you a big donut today in yeah. only 14 minutes. He got an early pull from the game because he just wasn't being effective at all. Yeah. Avery Bradley, I think you're getting what you're going to get out of him. I don't think he's the defensive stalwart he once was, even his last turn no. around in, in Laker land. And so, yeah. He, same, just, same as Dwight, same as Dwight. Yeah. These are not the 2019, 2020 Lakers that you saw as far as Dwight Howard and Avery Bradley are concerned, but Dwight Howard. Okay. Today. I mean, the bench has played in their wins. Their bench has been a key to their victory and it's yes. not just Car- Carmelo, but the entire bench has played, had a role in it. So what can we do to keep going as far as that type of effectiveness coming off the bench? I mean, you still got you just got to give them chances to succeed. First of all, you know, if they don't play, they won't get a shot. But you know, I still think that there are problematic lineups that we trot out there. Like you can't play DeAndre, Rondo, Wayne, or Carmelo or Malik Monk in any greater combination of just two of them, right? Like any two of them 
is like essentially okay. Malik Monk and Rondo is kind of death because then the ball is just entering the paint at will. There's so many guys on this team that are, you know, just kind of defensive liabilities. And to I will say this, to Carmelo's credit, I feel like he's like treading water, right? Uh, he's not neither too negative or too positive. He's like holding the fort. And I'm cool with that. But like Malik Monk is a problem on defense. DeAndre Jordan is a huge problem on defense. Rondo is a huge problem on defense. And so if anytime those two guys are playing with, you know, it, it just, it just gets bad quickly. And it's easy to think like, well, that was only two years ago, but that's, you know, two years of NBA, of NBA action, which is a lot of wear and tear on the body. I don't know. It's a, uh, it's, it's a concern. And, you know, as soon as we can get THT and none back and, and hopefully LeBron back, but I'm, uh, you know, I'm thinking LeBron might be out till about Christmas or so, if not after Christmas and just, you know, hit it hard in January, hopefully. But the main thing is, you know, AD has to play like this every night. This has to be the baseline. If it's yeah. much below this, this team has absolutely no chance to win 80 to 70% of the NBA basketball games that are coming its way. We've gone through our soft part of the schedule just about and are about to uh, face a much tougher portion of the schedule. One thing I will say is this team under, you know, Frank, the Lakers under Frank Vogel traditionally perform better or like surprisingly well, I should say, on the road. So perhaps that will hold true this uh, season as well because we have not dominated at Staples by any stretch of the imagination. So, you know, we'll see. This is how we come out of December is going to be uh, uh, if we're, you know, 10th, 11th in the West, it's going to be a tough road to get up into a top six seed from there. And then you're just kind of hoping to avoid the play in, which is an astounding thing to consider <laughs> when you gaze upon the assembled talent on the roster. Uh, that if that is the best that this team can achieve in the West, uh, which is not the truth yet. It's, you know, just a, you know, a, one, one potentiality out of many, but the fact that it's a potentiality, I think is what's most concerning. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers fast break podcast. Needing an edge for your fantasy football team? Listen to the guys at Inside Sports Fantasy Football for insight that will help you reach your league championship. That's Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Check it out today on your favorite podcast outlet. But before we head on out, my friend, it's been great having you here. Once again, it's Admiral Akbar, Jamie Sweet of Lakerholics.com. What you got planned for us at Lakerholics.com? I know your latest five things covered the debacle in Portland. Barely. I know Laker Tom has been very happy that you've been throwing away your first drafts and your rough drafts, <laughs> and you've been putting up something a little bit softer and kinder towards the Lakers, even though that kind of makes me angry that you may not be telling the entire 100% reality that there is. You, you know, know, it's just, it's just, praise it's just, them just when they need to be praised, but I, make sure you're, you're oh, yes. give them a, a observant, critical eye when they need it. 
that I'm nobody's more of a armchair figure wagger than than myself. Uh, so Although I, I'm uh, close. Well, I mean, you know, it's fun, it's fun right? Yeah. But I'm um, to get Laker Tom up in arms. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, I think that you know what you know, like, you know, there is. It's not that I think any of us doubt that the Lakers will put this together better at some point in the future, especially if health, you know, starts to swing our way a little bit. But, you know, let's just assume for a second that this team gets healthy by the end of December and is at 500. If they can play, you know, a couple, two months period of basketball as a healthy unit, I think they'll be able to figure it out better than we've seen up to this point. It's just what will it look like then? Will it be will it be five hundred or will it be you know a forty five, forty eight, forty percent? Just because of things that just didn't go your way in a game, you know, because it's the regular season and that happens. And this team, you know, has to play so many such a specific set of guys has to play so well every night, which is true of any team, but it just seems to be magnified on this. And you, they're all just much older than you normally would expect to have to count on a guy to, to do that. So while it will be a complimentary uh, five things tomorrow, there are just, they're just some con- a lot of concerns on my end regarding the overall age of the roster. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, if you want to go ahead and check out the great work that he does, please do so today. And you can share your thoughts and comments on what's going on with the Lakers there lakerholics.com don't forget laker tom's latest articles as well plus there's a lot of great things going on with the interaction that jamie and and whole gang of lakerholics.com fans have at lakerholics.com so be part of the conversation today at lakerholics.com and it's so funny i just got the note in from laker tom both you and i did laker Mm. tom is alive he did switch internet. I think that's what happened because the internet switched uh, on him. So he uh, got blanked yeah. out, he says, with seven minutes to go. He meant the internet was knocked out. He thought it freeze, froze the country. So, you know what? Like long Tom, as... He's always prepared for something like that. So, you Listen, know what? Wishing you all the best, Laker Tom. I know you're going to hear this on your hike, so yes. wishing you always. all the best indeed. Always, but always, yes. always. Yes, we stay want, safe, we, my friend. We Walk want you to the... live. We want yeah, you to what? live. <laughs> you live, man. <laughs> as long as Wolverines. As long as it's not like that South Park episode where everybody has to come out west to find the internet because uh, the giant router that powers America needs to be unplugged and put back. This is true, so. yeah. Absolutely. Classic episode. Classic. Oh, Laker Tom. Oh, we, we got nothing but love for you, my friend. Wolverines! Yeah, and, and, we got, and you got to win. You got to win on your on Absolutely, your absolutely. Yes, no matter how excruciating it was. Maybe it's glad he got it... You know, Conked out with seven minutes to go because I don't think he would have liked the last seven minutes of it. Would have liked the ending, but yes. Yeah, he probably saw all the best parts of the game. Be like, you guys are crazy. That game was amazing. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> around seven minutes to go, they right. were up by fourteen. Right. But you and I digress. But Jamie, it's been great to have you here. I know we'll have Laker Tom back later in the week. I know Joe Sorrell wants to come on Wednesday after the game so we'll see what joe soro from lakersball.com has to say about the lakers and everything going on there after the game against miami i know that laker tom was a little bit pessimistic about miami but they have struggled as of late so you know the lakers may have a chance on wednesday for once i was a little bit more positive on the Lakers beating Miami, so we'll they got two. Happens. They got a, they got a few days to, to, to you know, two days, so two days to prep. So 
that usually bodes well for uh they usually get a film set this team does well with film sessions i feel like uh yeah, yeah but they also play better well when they're you know, a little bit more composed but oh, <laughs> stop giving up those five point plays yeah, oh please yes. please please but I'll tell you what, Jamie, great to have you here, my friend. We got to do a late night Lakers session here, although actually we're kind of doing it right now. But yeah, we kind of ended up doing a late one. Yeah, time. but I'll tell you what, you got to come back on this week, talk more about the Lakers. In fact, are you available on Friday, after the game on Friday? I probably will be. I can I can probably make that happen. Okay, sounds good. Even we'll have Mr. Laker talk, if he's come out of his bunker. The he he might have liked it. He might have been like, "Oh, look how quiet society used to be." Okay. You no, know? no, fair enough. Fair enough the, uh, yeah, I'm not going to challenge Laker Tom because you know he's probably got something very prepared. And, uh, yeah, I don't want to. You know, Listen, positive Tom, sign. friend, friend. I'm a friend. I'm positive a friend. signs and, of the game. Two to one assist up, ratio for the well, team. End up you with know, a, you know, <sighs> right through my my no, actually, no, 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 right there. No. Oh, I'm not. sorry, certainly, Gerald. Certainly. Not. <laughs> What is he like, Mel Gibson and Signs? Is that what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> There's in a giant crop field. I see, I see strange things. Yes. Or strange like, thing. yeah, or cut into the grass. All those alien. Uh, Although signs I did like, I liked Joaquin Phoenix in a tinfoil hat. That was that was a pretty classic. That was amazing. Oh, yes, amazing. Wolverines. But I'll tell you what, Jamie, it was a heart wrenching game. Heart wrenching victory. So, yes, we'll take it. As a win is a win here at the Lakers fast break, as they did win 126 to 123. Excellent performances around from Carmelo Anthony and yeah. Anthony Davis to spur the Lakers to victory. If you have any questions for us at Lakers fast break on Twitter, Lakers fast break at yahoo.com, send your comments in on the Lakers. We'd love to hear them on the show. We do appreciate the uptick in listens lately. We do appreciate everybody going ahead and download. And if you have a friend that loves the Lakers, go ahead and have them give us a listen wherever you get your podcasts so that's the lakers fast break and of course our good friends at lakerholics.com just got to go there for the banter between jamie and laker tom that makes it all worthwhile we have fun no it's it's good it's good okay. i like i like everyone. you know michael h is on fire these days dj 20 kb 24 is on fire these days there's a lot of people uh got some interesting takes on what's going on and uh you know it's that's for sure there's there's a lot of people who have watched a lot of basketball over there and it's it's nice to nice to you know go back and forth and hear what they have to say and you know l rob another one you know everybody's... uh got nothing but love for l rob l rob yeah, exactly hope you can get back on here as soon as possible mongo mongo slave yeah. anyway yeah it's a very vibrant discussion so feel free to pop on by lakerholics.com all right, my friend, once again, the Lakers squeak it out in overtime, 126 to 123. And we'll be back on Wednesday after the Miami game. Looking forward to hopefully a good victory for the Lakers. Can we make it two in a row? We'll find out on Wednesday right here at the Lakers.